Every time you th- I think, what, is this, what am I going to preach this year about Christmas? And every time, you know, the, the story, the, the, the essence of Christmas surprises, impresses me. And not just having, like, you know, having something to say. Not just, I mean, saying something, but do have some, some message to, to, to share. And, and I think for, for you guys, um, I mean, if some, I mean, you've grown up in church, right? In the last 20-something years, I've heard enough Christmas stories, Sunday schools, children's times, sermons, you know. But if we actually want to open our ears to listen, I'm sure every year the Lord will bring home the message of Christmas in a kind of a renewed sense to us. Um, yeah, this year is quite a bit of a challenge, I mean, as, as uh, Pastor William has sh- shared. And, and as I was worshipping you guys, you know, um, the songs um, it really, really um, uh, helps me to, to really once again be assured of whom we believe. Whatever that will come our ways, I believe. I believe Jesus. He's the answer. He is the Lord, and He's the Savior, and He. And it's Christmas is not just Christmas, right? When we sing Christmas, when we celebrate Christmas, we remember Easter. We remember one day He will come back again, and that's the whole. I mean, the integrated message, the gospel message. But Christmas, I'm sure this year uh, is quite different. I mean, it's okay for us. I mean, we could still see each other. I mean, we have plans. We're go- you know, we have road trips, okay? We're going to have parties. We're going to, have invite- we're going to invite friends, okay? Yeah, but just, just across the ditch, they can't. It's pretty difficult. Quite hard to imagine. And, and for us in New Zealand, this year, I'll tell you what, it's going to be the busiest summer holidays for me in PCBC for the last 20 years. Because nobody goes away. Nobody go away. <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, the, the longest you could go, is the, 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 the furthest you could go is Queenstown, South Island, okay? But you can't stay in Queenstown for four weeks, right? Yeah, you, you stay there for a week or two, am I? Who can? Can you? No? It's going to be expensive, unless you have an apartment there, right? Um, so, but in a way, it's good. Uh, it really reminds me um, God is in control. I mean, we, we kind of we couldn't do anything during the year through those two lockdowns, right? And God has given us opportunities. We can still work for Him. We can, we can serve Him in different ways. Yeah, so let's come and, and, and let's just open our hearts to hear what God wants to say to us this season. Not just these few days, but this summer season. What is, what, is, what is God for us? Okay, let's open up um, to um, Luke 1, 67 to 80. We have read the Bible of the verse of the month, but let's read that, that bigger passage. Actually start from uh, 1, uh, 67 to 80. That's the prophecy by Zechariah, a high priest after his son was born. 
I was quite impressed with this, with this passage, actually. I never preached this passage before in the last 30 years. All right? I've preached many, many others, you know, the birth of Jesus and everything. Now, in fact, this one actually doesn't even say anything about, there's no, nothing, no name of Jesus mentioned. But it's about Christmas. All right? Let's open up uh, Luke 1, verses 67 to 80. Okay, 167. His father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord God. Uh, praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come and has redeemed his people. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he said through his holy prophets of long ago. Salvation come our salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his, his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear in the holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, my child, we called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare his way, to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of the sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, to shine on those living in the darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in the spirit. And he lived in the desert until he appeared publicly to Israel. Now this prophecy, the, the prophecy that um, was inspired by the Holy Spirit from Zechariah, it described, this passage described that, yeah, he was prophesying about the coming redemption as he, see, as he was seeing his son born, and I'm sure he knew that uh, his, um, his relative, uh, Elizabeth, I mean, uh, um, Mary, uh, was with child as well. And this child was going to be born. I'm sure the Holy Spirit would have talked to him that this child was going to be something. And he could see the redemption coming with his son and with his uh, relative son. Right? And, and the, it was God that threw his baby to prepare for the Savior that was to come. I think this passage, as it speaks to us here, though we are 20, I mean, 2,000 years away from that original story, I'm sure God has a place for us in, the, in this gospel. We are to make way for the gospel of Jesus known to those who are in desperation. This passage here, for those who are sitting in the darkness, in the shadow of death. I'm sure there are many, many people who are living in desperation. You know, we, we chat with others. You know, I, I, was, I, was, um, I was quite, um, when I was hearing, when I heard that Pastor William was read out that, that prayer request, you know, it's, it's among us but we don't talk to one another like that. But hearts are bleeding 
Do we know? Do we realize there are those around us? Maybe here, maybe our friends, our colleagues, uh, you know, they are crying inside in desperation. I'm sure we can help. Yes, we can listen. But the ultimate deliverance is from Jesus. Do they know the gospel? Do they know the, 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 the story of Christmas? What, do we, what part do we play in sharing Jesus and giving them hope in this season? Now, the story behind, I mean, the background behind that, Zechariah, as I said, he was a high priest. Okay, the chapter one, it described that he was actually had once a lifetime um, had had a, had a chance. Not every high priest could could have that opportunity, but he was kind of he drew, he drew the lot. And it, oh yes, I was able to go inside the the the, the holy, uh, you know, the, inside the temple into the holy place, and was able to burn incense. All right. I mean, I'm sure a lot of other high priests could have either envy or jealous, you know. Oh, this guy, Zechariah, could go in. And when he went in, Gabriel appeared to him and said, I mean, you're going to have a son. I can't have you know. And, and he, was going, he was going in there, and uh, when he was in there, he heard that message, all right? Now, for, for ordinary, no ordinary person, not even priests, could go in there. Only the high priests, they cast a lot, and, and they were able to go. I, I'm sure they, that's the only chance he could go in there. And, and in fact, for that's the, that's the costume of, of the high priest, okay? And that's the ephod, and, and, and that's the... That's, you see, there are a lot of bells you know, was hanging there. Uh, the reason they had the bells, uh, well, the, the Bible didn't say it, but they, they you know, the Jewish custom, uh, there was some, some tradition that says that, you know, the reason they had the bells because they went into the holy place, you know, you went into the, you go into the holy place, you see God. What happens? You know, Isaiah said, Oh, holy, holy, holy. Oh, I've seen, I've seen the, the king of almighty God. I'm, I'm, I'm dead. You know, they, the Jews believe that when they see God face to face, they could have died. And the reason having those bells there, you know, when I, the high priest got inside there, are, there, are the bells still ringing? If he was, if it was ringing, he's still alive. If it's not, he could have been dead. And actually, some, some um, tradition says that actually there was a rope that was tied onto the high priest's foot. So if there's no, nothing in there, there is, and it could have died, so it just used the rope to pull him out. And that is the kind of a, you know, the, the kind of a mentality you know, for someone to go into the holy place to see God. I think it reminds us here when we come to worship. You know, on Sunday morning, our church sing, holy, holy, holy. And you think, that, oh, that's pretty old traditional. That's not for us. But it, it does serve a purpose to remind us that we are coming to the holy presence of our Lord. 
Surely, I mean, our English service where young people would sing different songs. Okay, it's good. But it does remember, you know, remind us that this holy God is an awesome, it's an, you know, it's, we come to him. It's not just whether we like it or not. We come to the holy God. Let's not, let's not take for granted, all right? And, and this guy went in there and he saw the, he saw the vision and, and Gabriel said to him, and you're going you're gonna to have a son. And because of his unbelief, he, he was dumb or he couldn't speak until his son was born. Okay, so that's the background of the story. And after the birth of his son, the, the, the Holy Spirit um, was on him and, and he was prophesying. And, and in this prophecy, it was two things that were said. One is the salvation of God. Okay, the salvation of God, it says the initiator of the salvation was God himself. And, and the method, God was going to raise a raised up a horn in a, in a line of David. And, and, and the significance of the salvation was to bring his people from the enemies back to God and from darkness to light. Let's look at it. Look at the, each one of them individually. First one is, you know, is the initiator of the salvation was God himself. In verse 72, he remembered his holy covenant. Christmas is a long time making. Christmas is not, did not happen just, oh, Jesus was born. Christmas, it was a long, long time ago when God has planned and he had, he had his idea about saving mankind. As old as in the Garden of Eden, when man has sinned, and then in Genesis 3:15, salvation was pronounced. When the judgment was on, on the serpent, right? And in 3:15, it says that I will put enmity between you and the descendant of the woman. And, uh, and you will crush. I mean, you will hurt. You will uh, hurt. You will hurt his feet, but he will crush your head. So from that time, it was the the, the salvation has has been planned, and in 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 the course of time, God has chosen Israel, chosen the family of Abraham, and through them, the line or the salvation is going to come out from this family, and through down the century, down the history, it was David, and and here. Uh, uh, Zechariah prophesied it was this, this God was uh, going to bring this salvation through the line of David. So it was, it was a long time making. The initiator of salvation was God himself. Chosen uh, through, chosen the, the, the Abraham family to Israel and he made his covenant with him but not just to bless Israel or, or the family of, of Abraham. But through them, the whole world was going to be blessed. Okay? And in, in, 69, in verse 69, it says, they raise up the horn from the line of David. And what, was, what did it mean? The horn was a, a symbol of, of power. It's a powerful king. And in the line of David, David was a powerful king. A, a king was very, very significant. But that greater king 
the Savior, the Messiah, the horn, was going to raise from the line of David, and he was mighty to save. And then another meaning for this, for the, the horn, it was actually, at the time, it was the four corners of the altar in the, in the temple. And, and the Jews be- always believed that, that the, the horn, the four corners of the altar, was, was somewhere they could actually take refuge. They, you know, whenever they have any, any dangers, they would come to, to grab one corner of, of the altar. And there actually was two incidents in, in the Book of Kings. There was two, two guys actually went and it was running away. It was, going to get, it was, got, it was afraid it was going to get killed by, by Solomon. And they, they went and grabbed a corner, but eventually they died. All right? But... Zechariah was prophesying that Jesus, the Savior, was going to be the new altar. He is mighty to save. And he's from the line of David. Okay? And the salvation, the significance of this salvation is, um, is in, in the 79, uh, in 74 and 79, and 70, 74 and 75, it says that to rescue the people of Israel from the enemies and to, so that they could serve before him. And now this prophecy, I'm sure when, when Zechariah was, was speaking that, he, he had the, the nation of Israel in mind because they were under, I mean, they were under, uh, take, taken control by other uh, nations it was initially it was Babylon, and then it was Persia, and then there were Greece, and then the Romans, right? And and all these years, all these centuries, they've been kind of a, um, taking control, um, ruled by the foreign enemies, okay? And Israel always had that hope. That this Messiah was God, it was a political, uh, 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 a mighty king to take them away from the yoke of these, these enemies. I'm sure when he was prophesying that, he had that in mind. But God had something else, was even greater. Right? And this, this king, this uh, Messiah, raised up in the line of David, was going to bring all the people from the enemies of death and sin and back to God. People living in the darkness, crushed and in the bondage of sin, will be, will be, the light will shine upon them and so that they could see and they could come and walk in the peace and the path of peace. And the path of peace is, is shalom with God. Okay? With, with uh, uh, coming to God uh, as, as a kind of a peace, uh, making peace with God is, is, is because this salvation come upon them. So that was, that was the message that um, Zechariah has, has um uh, prophesied, and that's the essence of the salvation. Two thousand years, 
down to us, we still believe, we still preach, we still share to other people. So this Christmas, what do we, what, how do we celebrate? What God has shed upon us, what this, this meaning and this, this um, yeah, salvation, how does it impact me? This year has been difficult. But God's salvation never changed. Circumstances happen to us. But the birth of Jesus, that is the that's God's salvation from of old, through the line of Davis, David, and bring us from the darkness into his wonderful light. So we can we can have this peace with him. What does it mean to you? We have, for those who've grown up in church, we all know about this story. Does it sink in our hearts? Or is it something, oh yeah, we, can, we know, I, I think, I agree with that. But am I being saved? Do I need him? And the next and the next message from this prophecy is God has given us a mandate. The mandate was for his son. And you, my child, John the Baptist, will be called a prophet of the Most High. For you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him. And that is, that is the, the charge to, to John the Baptist. And the goal of that is to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Now, we are, we are, all, we are charged with this mandate um, to be a prophet that is a spokesperson for God, okay? The, the, the Greek, the uh, um, um, uh, the Aramaic, uh, the Hebrew for prophet is Nabi. That is like um, speaking on behalf of somebody. And in Chinese, you know, we, we translated prophet as something sin ji. Okay, it, it's, transla- it's quite misleading. You know, you know beforehand. Okay, but it's nothing much about knowing beforehand. It's actually what God has talked to me, and I just, just. I just talk what, has, what God has talked to me and I just let you know. So that is the that is meaning of prophets. There's nothing, no, nothing about, in Chinese, nothing, nothing about knowing all these things beforehand and, and, then, and, I, and then I will predict what happens. So there's nothing, nothing about that. Being the prophet of the Most High is what God has, talked, what God has shown me I'm going to let you know. So the story about the gospel about Jesus, what God has shared in the Bible, we share to others. And this is, this is 
our responsibility, and to prepare to go before the Lord to prepare the way for Him. And you know, and, and you see in chapter three, John the Baptist, when he came out, and when he was thirty years old, he was uh, able to come and, and start his ministry. Yeah, and he quoted Isaiah. Uh, you know, he, I, 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 I'm the one that who come out and prepare the way for the Lord. So that in, in English, with it, we have a translation. One of the translations is the herald. You know, he's one of the he, who's being the herald. You know, is somebody who goes before an important person, and he gives out and let to let the people know someone is coming after me, the most important one. So I think for John the Baptist and for us. And this Christmas, do we speak about Jesus as a prophet of God? And do we uh, prepare people's heart to hear the Savior's message? The church has many uh, opportunities for us. We can participate. We can join in. And, but I think most importantly that we can, in a very natural way, you know, to share Jesus as we sit with others, and even we, you know, with a party at home or we, we go to road trips, you know, and just talk to him about Jesus in a very natural way. You know, some people, somebody's find it very hard to come to a strange place called church. Oh, you come to church? Oh, it's Christmas, come to church, let's come to church, to church. It's fine, it's good. No, I don't want to come to church. It's something weird, something weird. You know, I don't want to come. It's okay, I mean, if they don't want to come to church, let the church go to them. You are the church. I am the church. And let the church go to them and talk about Jesus. Let us be the prophet. Let us be the herald in this season to prepare the way of the Lord. And the, the goal is to give them the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. That is the most important thing. Let them know that uh, sins can be forgiven. Let them know because of, of the forgiveness of their sins, we can, they can have salvation in Jesus. And that is, that is the most important thing. In Christmas, we give a lot. We prepare a lot of gifts. And, uh, and during the week, I came to church and I saw the whole, the whole table was full of groceries. And I wonder who, whose that was. And I, I asked Isaac, I said, oh, it's, it's, it's your, you guys was preparing uh, the families, you know, the, the, the Christmas gifts was given to the families through to the Salvation Army for, for the people, right? It was a lot. It was, I was quite impressed. Yeah. I hope you just, you just didn't take anything from home and the next day mom yelled, who's, who's taking my spaghettis, right? You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I hope that was you from from your own money um, you know, and your own, you know, from your own pocket to, to you know to give. Sure, Christmas is a good time to share to give. But let us not neglect the most precious, most important gift we can give to our friends and those in desolation. Is Jesus. And, and 
verse 80, and the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. I wonder, you know, baby John, until he was 30 years old, he could come out and, and call the people and come and, 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 um, and repent and be baptized. And, and people was talking to, him, are you, talking to him, are you the Christ? And he said, no, I am not. I'm not even worthy to take his shoes, his sandals. I wonder, all these years, how, how could they have kind of known and, and, and affirmed of his calling? I'm sure his parents could have taught him. But this verse says, I think it says a very important thing. He grew and became strong in spirit. And he lived in the wilderness until he appeared publicly to Israel. Staying in the wilderness. Actually, John was not the only one that actually lived in, in the desert. There were many other people with different, different reasons you know, withdrew from the cities. Okay? There was political reasons. There were some religious reasons. You know, the, I mean, the city was just too, yeah, too sinful. I just wanted to retract and retreat to the, to the deserts to keep myself holy. I think there are different reasons. But I, 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 believe, I believe that John was called and he, and he knew that you know, he has to know right his, uh, the, about the God's calling for him, what the Old Testament has said about this Messiah. You know? He needs to, he need to be, be away from all these things and, and spend time with God. I think it, it says something to us too. If we want to be a good herald, if we want to be a good prophet for God, at times we do need these kind of wilderness or desert experiences. I'm not saying that we need to, you know, move away, out, out going to South Island somewhere and stay there so that we keep ourselves holy. No, I'm not saying that. But I think at times we need to we have some sort of these retreat and these wilderness experiences just to be still before God with our Bibles and our prayers and switch off our phones and just be still. And maybe this is a good time. You know, if we have some pl- plans, some road trips, good. Maybe there's a good time just at time if with our friends. One morning, we just be still. Right? And, and listen, what God has, is going to say to us. How am I going to spend this year, this coming year, What's, what's God's idea for me for the coming year? So that we can fulfill this mandate to be his prophet, to be his herald. And we, we are to let the people to know the salvation of God. And one more thing I want to to share, it was quite impressive. Now, when, when jo, uh, uh, Zechariah, okay, he was old. He never expected to have a son, okay? But a year, uh, a year ago, no, I mean, 10 months ago, when Prophet Gabriel 
I mean, the angel Gabriel said to him, "You're going to have a son." And now, ten months later, his son was born. How would you have felt? You know, you may not be old enough to feel that, but you know, you know, you have something you really desired, and 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 somehow you never knew you never knew you you could have it, but now you, God has given you this gift. Wow, you're so. You know, you're so joyful. You, you know, you, you much expectations. That, wow! Yes, finally, it's here. You will be, you know, you'll be filled with awe, thankfulness, uh, joy. But but the prophecy, it 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 kind of shown something that he was speaking not about his son. How joyful he was! But about his son was going to serve some babies yet to be born, and and he was going to be his prophet, and he was going to be his herald, and these that that hope was greater than the joy and and the awe that he's experiencing at the moment. Can you get what I mean? I believe that nothing is nothing in this in this what we are having, what we are facing, is greater than the hope of the mankind, the gospel, and that that is the message of Christmas. May God help us. As we come into this season, the real salvation of Jesus, you and I, by the grace of God, we have been enlightened. Let let's be affirmed to to hold on to that, but not just for ourselves, but to share, to be His prophet, to be His. To be His herald, to prepare the way. Maybe just ask God for one person that I can bring him to Christ during this Christmas season. Let us pray. Father God, just want to thank you for that message of salvation. No matter what happens, it never changes. There's, there's. There's only one way, the way of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that even though we could not fully comprehend, but yet, in in your word, there's ever uh, true, ever so true. And Lord, thank you for the for giving us the opportunity that we can we can play a part in it and making no, known your salvation to those who do not yet know you. So open our hearts as your Holy Spirit uh, inspired Zechariah has prophes to, to prophesy uh, the, the passage that we just read. May the Holy Spirit inspire us to be that, that person that we can share the good news to those who sit in darkness. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word, and thank you that we can 
your Holy Spirit in us and reminding us, inspiring us. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.